0: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 Four minutes past seven Tuesday morning. Thanks for your company. Yes, myself, Ben Davis, sitting in the chair for Paddy Welsh this week who is uh, taking a well-earned rest. But Ian Healy will be taking you through to work this morning as we will be all week... Heels, Brent Tate standing by. Cannot wait to pick his brains on what's happening in Cowboys country. One win away from a grand final. But the one thing I noticed over the weekend out of that Cowboys-Sharks game, played at Shark Park or down in the Shire, 12,000 in the crowd. That was all they could fit there, the grounds undergoing renovations. It was heaving for Shark Park. But 12,000 for the first week of the finals? The same night at the MCG... 90,000. Collingwood and the Dockers, so a team from WA, they still get 90,000. The argument here is, should that have been relocated, the NRL game, to a bigger stadium? To, to Losing home ground advantage for the Sharks, but to have a bigger crowd there and perhaps even ratcheted up to 30,000? Would the Cowboys and Sharks have drawn 30,000 anywhere else outside of the Shire? And and, and the reason I'm asking you this, is because from a player's point of view, but also from an administrator's point of view, you sit on boards, but also even from a broadcasting point of view, which you have covered
1: all three gamuts,
0: would you give up home ground advantage to get more people through the gate?
1: Not until I'm more confident in my team. I'm pretty sure... They were allowed to stay at home because that's the rule, mm-hmm. and so and the board of Cronulla went development of their team over money. But I don't know whether they get the money. do I they? Know, the NRL I think, get the money. Yeah, for final so no, series, I'd be definitely AFL, staying NRL, at home and 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 driving those customers that would have gone to another stadium to television to your broadcaster.
0: You get the money anyway from the broadcaster that that's been put in advance down the track, like you've already got that. You've already got that. So the TV rights and the money's come through.
1: Yeah, but make his broadcaster happy. You know, those are some of the most watched games on television, those weekend games. Yeah. And uh, that might be one of the reasons why. But, yeah, the board, NRL and football department conflict there.
0: Well, let's ask a man who's waiting patiently on the line, all thanks to Mate 5G Mobile Plans from $40. What about that? Uh, Brent Tate, very good morning to you. Would you give up home ground advantage to get more people through the gate?
2: No way, Benny. No, especially at a place like Shark Park, which is notoriously hard to go and win at. Yeah, there's no way I would have given that advantage up.
0: 12000 in the first week of the finals. Uh, How are things looking in Cowboys country, mate?
2: Mate, really exciting, actually. Or uh, you know, it's been uh, a hell of a year for the Cowboys. They've done obviously really well, mate, with the turnaround in their season from last year. And um, you know, there's plenty of excitement up here. And I think in another week's time, um, when it's uh, prelim final week up here in Townsville, we definitely won't have eleven thousand at our stadium. It'll be uh, <laughs> it'll be chock a block, mate. It'll be the hottest ticket in town, and they'll be hanging off the rafters. So it, it'll be good. I, I actually think it'll probably. Be, um, be an atmosphere that we sort of had when the Origin was first up here. It'll be fever pitch. So, uh, mate, there's plenty of excitement in the air about the Cowboys.
1: Oh, I just hope they can get it done too. Um, how do you go about two weeks uh, until your next game, Taddy You know, staying st- – getting fresh but staying hard. Yeah,
2: oh, mate, there's obviously that much science and that that goes into it. And, um, you know, there's plenty of experience in the Cowboys high-performance unit with Paul Bowman. Um, you know, those sort of guys have been around a long, long time and know, you know, how to prepare the guys. Uh, at this time of year, though, it, it is very much about freshening them up. Um, it's been a long year. A lot of guys are carrying injuries. So, mate, I think the week off is a huge advantage. Like, we've, we've seen a couple of the games on the weekend, like the South Roosters game, um, how physical that was, the 90-minute game with the Sharks. So, um, you know, for me, I think having that week off is just, Absolutely critical at this time of year, and um, a huge advantage for the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, any any opponent you're about to face doesn't need you. You just don't need Tom Burgess running at you for ninety minutes, do you? They, they're happy to sit back and watch that happen.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, yeah, it was. Um, you know, a couple of really good games. It's been a great semi-final series, I think, already. You know, there's been some really, really exciting games. Obviously, the Sharks Cowboys game is, is, is one one that we've seen. Um, You know, haven't seen one like that for a long time. So it's uh, you know the Cowboys are in in with a real shot. I I think they've got a real opportunity to uh, you know to to make a grand final again. And um, you know, I think more more likely that you know it's going to be the Penrith Panthers there. They're going to be very hard to beat. But um, what an opportunity for these boys!
0: Tady, take us through your lived experience. 2006 when you played the grand final for the Broncos, the last premiership there, you you did it the hard way. You had, well, momentum because you had to play all four weeks of the final series, didn't you?
2: Yeah, we did actually. I think we got beaten the first week and then flipped us over to the draw. But, um, you know, we ended up having the the Knights who were, you know, really depleted. We ended up beating them by sort of a a fair margin Mm. and then um, that that famous game against the Bulldogs.
0: Is momentum a thing at this time of year?
2: Yeah, it is. And I, and I think Canberra Raiders have actually got that momentum and that belief. Like, I, I sort of liken them to a little bit of the, um, you know, the Tigers back when they won their grand final. Mm-hmm. They're just, it's backs against wall, it's us against the world. Uh, and they're playing well and they're really confident. And I, I just think they've got uh, that, that momentum. So it, it it is really important. But footy's so hard um, and played at such a frenetic pace. And it's so physical. I, I just, like, like I said before, I think at this time of year, when you do get a week off, it, it, Mate, it's just it's such an advantage because players are so beat up. These games take so much out um, of To get that week off, and if you get that week off right, you know, yeah. with your training and your rest and all that sort of stuff, and you, you know, you're able to maintain that momentum, mate. It, it, it's a big
1: advantage. Maybe a bit of family inclusion this week, uh, Tadee. What do you, do they do that? Do they go out to dinner together? Do they have barbecues at houses? What you know, all together, so that they can really get back into it next week, maybe.
2: Yeah, no, they definitely do. I, I, one of the things I, you know, I know about this um, Cowboys group is they're they're a very tight knit group. Um, you know, a lot of them socialize and play golf together, and um, you know, I'm sure they'll have activities planned out throughout the week. And you know, I'm I'm sure, um, you know, as you said, having that family time for each player just to get away from it, it, it it's really hard too at this time of year. Like you want to get away from it, but you also need to sort of keep your finger on the pulse of what's going on, and you know, you know, uh, the, the games this weekend. So. Um. Yeah. Look, as I said, mate, they're obviously so professional, and, and this whole week will be planned out to the Mth degree, and then so will next week. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who they play, though. It'll, uh, you know, obviously Canberra or Parramatta we're on that side of the draw, and I said to someone the other day, you know, if if I'm a Cowboys player, I'm I'm not I'm not frightened by those two teams at all.
1: Okay. Well, Tadie,
0: just picking up what you were saying before, though, Canberra on a roll, would they be the least likely team you'd like to see the Cowboys face? Oh, look, look,
2: mate, I actually think they'll get Parra. Um, I just think, like you said, they're on a bit of a roll and they're full of confidence. And, you know, Ricky's a real master at that us-against-them sort of mentality, and he's definitely in that frame of mind at the moment. Um it, it'll be interesting. Look, I, I think one of the things with this semi final series so far, all of them have been a bit of a flip of the corner outside of the Panthers. I think mm. we've all sat there and had reasons why they can and can't win. And um, yeah, I think that's been um, you know, a real feature. And, and it, it'll be no different with Canberra and Parra. Like, mate, depending what side Parra turn up with, um, you know, if they play that big, physical, tough game that we know they can play, well, you'd think they'd win. And then on the other hand, you've got Canberra and their two big front rollers who are just going enormous.
1: Yeah, how are your confidence levels, mate, with 15 minutes to go against the Sharks?
2: Oh, they weren't... I was nervous. I was very <laughs> nervous, mate. Um, but like everyone, just riding them home, I think one of the real features of this Cowboys team, you know, all year is they've just never given up. Um, you know, they just refused to wilt. And, yeah. uh, you know, again on the weekend, they looked down and out at different times and they just found a way to win, so... You know, a lot of people are saying that Cowboys haven't got another gear to lift. And, um, you know, I was talking to a good mate of mine yesterday and he said, well, do they need another gear? And maybe they don't, you know. Maybe, you know, what they're producing at the moment is going to be good enough. And, um, you know, we'll see, see in a couple of weeks' time when they play either Canberra or up here.
0: It's 13 past seven. You are hearing the familiar tones of Brent Tate, one of the greatest centres Queensland has produced. Uh, Tatey, I want to ask you about one of the inform, if not the in-form centre at the moment right now, and he is playing for the Cowboys, Valentine Holmes. He is phenomenal, isn't
2: he? Yeah, he, he's had a great um, season, Benny. He's been outstanding. And I think, um, you know, it was a real, you know, Bell had to swallow his ego at the start of the year, I think, a little bit. You know, mm. he thought he came here as a fullback. And, you know, obviously, he's had a couple of years there to make that work, and it sort of, it, it quite didn't. Um, and he, you know, took on the challenge of playing in a in a completely different position, um at centre. And centre's a lot different to playing wing as well. You know, some of the decisions you need to make when you're playing centre are really important on an edge. And, um, mate, he's done a wonderful job. He's, you know, he, he has been one of the form centres of the comp all year. And, um, yeah, mate, he, I, I just, it's a real credit to Val because, as I said, he, you know, it's well on your ego is not, not an easy thing to do sometimes. And I know he would have had to have done that and, mate, he's applied himself. And, you know, he's, he's a strike centre um, and there's not too many of those in the comp at the moment. But, the more times uh, he's got his hands on the ball, um, the better it is for the Cowboys. And um, some of his yardage carries and that sort of stuff has been uh, been first class.
1: He, he was, he's a fair drop kicker too, um, yeah. but he, <laughs> he was heard to say early this season, "Drink water," as if he'll work, you know. <laughs> and then <laughs> he's on fire. Too along, he's on fire. Dearden and oh, gee, there, but the back line were impressive, weren't
2: they? Yeah, they those young kids are going awesome heels. Um, I think more than ever, you know, it highlights, you know, how important those pathway systems are to have sort of, you know, local homegrown kids here that come through the system um, and, you know, live and breathe and and love the club and, you know, have a real connection to the place. And I think we've seen that with the Cowboys. So, um, yeah, these young kids are going great, mate. You know, Tommy Dearden, you know, he's a Mackay boy. Um, Now, whilst he started his career at the Broncos, he's just been... I'm not going to say a revelation. I think he was always going to be a good player, Tommy. It was yeah, just a matter call. of time and getting the right coaching. So, um, you know, he's just living up to his potential now. And, you know, those other guys you mentioned, like Drinky, and um, Muzz on the wing. Hiku. Mate, they're, just, they're just playing. Oh. Yeah. They're, oh, yeah I mean, as you say, like Pete Niku. Mate, 26 carries. I think he played in about 104 kilos and had 26 carries on the weekend. It's, yeah. nearly, um, it's nearly a crime.
0: He ran for 300 uh, metres, Tatey.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. So, mate, it, look, it's all just working at the moment. And look, you know, make no make no bones about it. We've been really lucky with injury too, which always plays a huge part in the footy season.
0: Brent, I want you to take us inside a pre-season training in North Queensland because every time you hear Val Holmes and a lot of the Cowboys talk this year, they, they said, and they have been saying since day one, what we did in pre-season gave us the belief and gives us belief and and Val even said it on Sunday after arriving home uh, from that field goal that he kicked in Golden Point we look at what we did in pre-season to get the belief when times are tough and when it's all against us. What does a pre-season look like in North Queensland that's so different?
2: Well, for starters, it's bloody hot um, yeah. a lot of the time, um, from <laughs> about four o'clock in the morning till about eight o'clock at night.
1: I can hardly um, play 18 holes in Brisbane. They're running <laughs> Castle Hill in town. <laughs> I bet you it looks like Castle Mountain <laughs> during yeah. summer.
2: Oh, yeah, I definitely don't. Look, mate, at the end of the day, it's a real credit to Toddy um, because he was under sort of, you know, I guess a little bit of pressure from losing 10 straight last year. And would have been really easy for Todd to to go away for what he what he believed in, but he you know he had a vision, and he had a goal of where he wanted to take the team, and he and he stuck to it, um, which is really hard to do when you know when the heat's on, and um, maybe you obviously give him a fair touch up in the preseason up here, and, and you know we've heard him speak saying that he wanted to make them uncomfortable for long periods of time throughout that preseason, and um, you know to change the attitude and change the the way they approach their footy, and I think this year all those boys are. You know they're just a lot more professional in their approach, and and those young kids that we've got are around that thirty, forty, fifty, sixty sort of game mark now, where you know you start to understand what you need to do to them mm. to to get yourself ready week in and week out, and um, what it takes. And mate, it's um yeah it, it you know but a lot of credit's got to go to Toddy and his coaching staff. He's um uh, he's done a wonderful job.
0: Well said, Toddy. Fantastic insight, mate. Before we let you go, you are now in the world of the commentary team and television, radio. Is there a name that you trip up on in any of your – or have tripped up on in any of your travels, trying to pronounce it? Oh,
2: things? mate, I get – yeah, um, Dallin Wattini's Lesniak. I, I struggle to get him out when I'm when I'm calling. Um, that's a tough one. Um, and I bet you just had a moment you know, there going,
0: hang on, you're asking me to tell what? you something I trip over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Mate, there, there's a few. I know with some of the Polynesian names, um, you know, they want to – um, pronounced differently, and mm. you know, when you've been calling them that for a few years, and then all of a sudden you've got to change it, it becomes, uh, becomes really tricky. So, mate, I'm only on the sideline, I just tend to stay away from them if I can. Oh, so, number 10 um, for the Roosters. It's,
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> the CSEs go, uh, wouldn't be easy, would there? There's a few of them floating around.
2: Oh, <laughs> Good. No, but. Um, Mate, there's, there's some tricky ones, but anyway, mm. it, uh, mate, yeah, so I'm on the sidelines, so I can stick away from them.
0: Well, Tady, Josh Ross is heels as Achilles. Mm. So Josh do, Ross. Josh Ross. It's oh, easy I mean, see. Yeah. I'm just sent there. too. You've got me going. Tady. I know you've got a flight to catch. Thank you. Always great to talk to you. Thanks, Taddy. Thanks, Sense
1: When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it.